This is my fake hair journey, the podcast that tells you about alopecia, but also all the solutions that we have to deal with it. The goal here will not be to feel sorry for our bald scalps, but to learn to live with this pathology, and even maybe to laugh about it. And if you really like fun and informative content about alopecia, don't hesitate to follow Comment Diadem on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram. This is the very first episode of my fake hair journey podcast, so I think it could be nice to do a little presentation. I am Laure, 35 years old. I am the CEO of Comment Diadem, a French hair topper and wig brand that I started after several years of androgenetic alopecia. Just for your information, Comment Diadem means like a tiara in French. Because for me, her hair topper is like a tiara. It makes you feel more beautiful, more charism, more everything that you want. I would like to share with you today my journey with this pathology that is androgenic alopecia. Because the more I meet women with androgenic alopecia, the more I see how similar our paths can be. Even though each woman's experience is different, especially on a psychological level, because we can all react differently to this problem. So I will start from the very beginning. Until I was a teenager, I had very thick hair. Hairdressers often complimented me on it. I remember having so much hair that I couldn't do more than one turn of hair elastic to tidy it up. I have a memory from middle school of internally thinking about those things always being too small to hold all my hair. So as you can see, I started with a very good hair base in life. But when I was 17, my hair started to thin. I didn't realize it immediately at the time, but it's something I can see now, looking back at my old photos. I think the alopecia must have started maybe in my late puberty. When I was about 20 years old, my mother started to worry. She told me that she noticed that I was losing my hair, that my scalp was becoming a bit visible, and that the hair part line was getting a little wider. At that time, I didn't take her seriously. I was in a huge exam period at university and was not interested in all this at all. I had more important things to deal with at the moment than a temporary hair loss. However, because she's my mother, she insisted <laughs> insisted a lot several times. At a moment, I saw her in the bus looking at my scalp with a worried, very worried look of pity and maybe fear. I don't know. <laughs> She was obviously very worried about all this. So I decided to go uh, to see a dermatologist to please her and reassure her because for me, I told you, I wasn't worried at all. So I go to see this dermatologist. He checked my scalp and makes some sentences like, mm, it's diffuse, it's everywhere. <laughs> I did not understand at the time that diffuse is not really a positive term for hair loss. He asked me to do a blood test and also to take iron and vitamins uh, supplementations and come back to see him after three months of treatment. During this session, he also asked me if any of my family members were losing their hair. I told him that my father had been bald since he was 20 years old. 
This simple question and my answer made me realize that I was dealing with hair loss that might not just be temporary. I went home and consulted Google, what you should never do. <laughs> I discovered for the first time the term androgenic alopecia. I understood that this pathology also affects women whose scalp gradually thins out with the age. I also understood that this was certainly what I had. I was uh, very sad at this moment to discover that I will maybe lose a lot of hair in my life. It was uh, something very difficult to manage, uh, to manage sorry, uh, psychologically when you are 20. Because my hair was still on my head, so for me it was okay, but you just understand at this moment that maybe it will not always be okay and that you will maybe become more bald, not really bald, but almost bald with the age and it's very difficult to, to take this news and feel uh, good again. After the session, I took all the vitamins. It was a cysteine B6 and iron. I had major intestinal disorders in my daily life. Three months later, I went back to the dermatologist. Sorry. <laughs> He looked at my scalp and told me that there was no improvement. He then prescribed me uh, minoxidil 2%, that is Rogaine uh, in English version. Um, I knew from everything I've read on the internet uh, what this prescription meant. It did not tell me clearly that I had androgenetic alopecia, but I understood with this prescription that uh, it was my destiny. Sorry to, to laugh a bit about it because um, I'm 35 years old now so I feel really better about that but I know that when the dermatologist uh, tells you that you have androgenic alopecia I know it's very hard uh, to handle as I told you. My dermatologist was bald. I thought that if this minoxidil organ product really worked maybe he wouldn't have only three or four hair on the top of his head but I decided to try it anyway. So I bought the product and started the treatment. I really wanted to believe it could work and that this will allow me to keep my hair as long as possible. I also wanted to believe that I might even have uh, my hair to grow back and that my alopecia will no longer be detectable. So I started uh, my noxidil that is uh, like Rogan uh, when I was about 20 years old. I switched to the 5% formulation when I was 25. As I told you before, when I was 20, my alopecia was not really visible, even if my mother noticed it. She noticed everything. <laughs> At first, I did not have a complex about it. But the application of the product every day made me think of this diagnosis, diagnosis, sorry, it's hard word <laughs> when you are French. It made me think of this diagnosis on a daily basis. Looking back now to this period, 10 years later, I realized that this treatment made me to focus on my alopecia when I could just have enjoyed my hair at the time as I still had a lot. The complex grew a lot with age. Between the ages of 25 and 30, all I could see in the mirror was my alopecia. I didn't really look 
at myself anymore. I was looking at my scalp under the spotlights of the lift, in the mirror of the shop fitting rooms, on all the photos of myself. I was not a person anymore. I was a scalp. I was alopecia. I was only a bald, a becoming bald person. I saw some little hair regrowth with the Rogan treatment, but it was really not enough for me. Not enough to have the hair density of a normal girl. Not enough to stop me focusing and having complexes about my scalp. My alopecia was still visible and was visible more and more with the years. After several years, uh, the dermatologist um, prescribes me Androcure and Rogaine 5%, which is the formulation normally only prescribed for men as it is more concentrated and has too many unwanted side effects on women. I refuse to take the Androcure treatment because when I search uh, information about it on Google, always, <laughs> I discovered that it was forbidden by the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, in the United States. Moreover, I do not wish to take a hormonal treatment that I consider to be too strong to solve what is just a cosmetic problem even if this problem was uh, psychologically very difficult for me to manage. However, I agreed to start the Rogaine 5% treatment, uh, but I tolerated it uh, very badly. The formulation burns and itches my scalp a lot for several hours a day, but I continued. I had some side effects like migraines and hair appearing on the top of my feet. <laughs> But I continued because I was too scared of what might happen if I stop. Um, I, I didn't have uh, any positive effect of the treatment except on my feet and my temples. But that was uh, very not the effect I was hoping for. At the age of 29, my husband and I were planning to have a baby. I decided to stop the treatment, which was a huge relief for me because I could no longer bear this medicine in my life. After the birth of my daughter, I decided not to uh, start again the treatment because I had never the desire nor the energy to do so, nor the time. <laughs> I breastfed my daughter for two years and I took a pill that is okay for breastfeeding. Uh, in French, it's named Optimizette. But this pill has the side effect of aggravating the alopecia, but no one told me, so my alopecia was even worse. <laughs> my alopecia reached a critical stage uh, for me about a year after the birth of my first daughter. That's when it really became very visible, not only for me, but also to other people like my colleague, uh, even though I had very few comments only uh, glances. It was also at this time, at the age of 30, that I decided to start my journey with hair toppers, my fake hair journey, and that I walked through the door of a wig shop for the first time in my life. In the next episode, I will tell you about my first experience of hair topper in this wig shop. You will see that it was very weird and traumatic. And if you want to know more, do not hesitate to subscribe to this podcast, <laughs> podcast, sorry, to be notified of the next episode. 
If you are interested on Commandiadem product or content, don't hesitate to follow me on my Instagram and YouTube channel that you will find in description of this podcast. See you soon for my next episode and thank you very much for listening to me until the end, even if my accent is very strong and weird to understand, I'm sure. So please don't hesitate to tell me what you thought about this episode on the podcast commentary section, uh, but also, if you prefer, by DM me on Instagram or Facebook. I will be very happy to discuss with you. Mm-hmm.